Good morning, brothers and sisters. And a very special good morning to these three young ladies here that are preparing, as Father Chenoy pointed out, to receive Jesus in Holy Communion for the very first time. You all look beautiful. Your, your appearance and your demeanor shows how special this moment is to you, how powerful it is, how important it is. And we know you've worked very hard and put in a lot of effort to get to this point. So we, your community here at St. Margaret Mary, your special family, your special family in Christ, we rejoice with you today. We're so blessed to be here with you. And what a wonderful gospel to think about on a day like today, because certainly you three remind me when I hear this gospel of the pearl merchant in the gospel. The pearl merchant put a lot of work into finding what was valuable, just like you've put a lot of work into finding Christ in the Eucharist, a very valuable thing. This didn't happen by accident. You've prepared for it, you've taken it seriously, and here you are, you're going to do it today. So congratulations, and we're so happy for you. Jesus said, do you understand these things? He asked his disciples that question, a very important question because for the, I believe about the third week in a row, Jesus is, is, is leaning heavily on parables to teach us, to teach his disciples at the time. Do you understand these things? Lots of information in these parables, several parables, and then a very to the point parable to finish it up, showing the importance that we need to understand these things. What was Jesus trying to tell us? Wasn't he ask, asking us, what is it that you treasure? Wasn't he asking us if we treasure him? Do we treasure him so much? You know, in the first example, there's a worker working in the field. And the worker, sort of by accident, comes across a great treasure. It's so important to that worker that he hides the treasure back in the field and then goes and sells everything he has. Let's go of everything so that he can go and procure that field and own that treasure. So he let go of everything. There's one approach. The second approach is the one we just talked about with our young ones here about the pearl merchant. Now the pearl merchant was looking for treasure. The pearl merchant was very good at what he did. He's sitting there um, analyzing pearls probably on a regular basis. And he knows when he sees a good one. And he probably has people bring him ones that aren't so good. And he has to have the, the talent and the knowledge to look past those fake treasures and know when he sees a real treasure. Well, here he sees a real treasure. What does he do? Goes, sells everything he has so that he can procure that pearl of great treasure. It means so much to both of these people, brothers and sisters, in this parable. It means so much to them, the treasure that they've found, that they're willing to give up everything. Are we willing to give up everything? Who, what do we treasure? And when we find it, what are we willing to do about it? I believe that's what Jesus was asking us here today. And it's, it's certainly something for us to give serious thought to. We live in a world where things can be difficult and have certainly been more difficult than normal here lately. And we see a lot of people, and we've talked about this a number of times, but we see a lot of people pursuing happiness and trying to find it. And happiness can be fleeting in challenging circumstances and difficult to find. Why? Because happiness is not joy. And joy, brothers and sisters, is what the treasure of Jesus Christ, 
what the kingdom of heaven, this treasure he was referring to in this gospel today, joy is what that treasure brings us. Happiness, I can be happy watching an Indiana Jones movie. I can be happy with a wonderful meal. I can be happy seeing my friends and loved ones, but it doesn't take much to alter that mood, does it? Joy, on the other hand, joy cannot be crushed. It can't be crushed by a pandemic, can't be crushed by face masks or social distancing, can't be crushed by us having to alter our schedule and give up the things that we used to rely on, perhaps as diversions and in some cases necessity, because joy comes from the Holy Spirit. And joy can be found in pursuing that great treasure, the kingdom of heaven. You know, our principal at St. Margaret Mary, Mrs. Walsh, sent out an email this week, and I'm sure many of us in the school community read it. She made an interesting point. She said, we are the kingdom of heaven, and those who seek the kingdom of heaven, what they're really doing when they do that is they are seeking the like-minded who are also seeking the kingdom of heaven to worship and exist with. She said it a little more eloquently than that, but that's the point she was trying to get across. And here, this is what we are all trying to do at this point in time. We see us here together in this room. We see us here to support our, our young sisters who are about to receive their first Holy Communion. And what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing that, that we do treasure it like that. We, many people are at home and unable to be here out of an abundance of caution or the necessity to be a little more careful right now. But, but they treasure it. They're tuning in and watching and, and trying their hardest to commune with their brothers and sisters and with our Lord Jesus Christ from a distance. But certainly we all love being in this room and we all treasure what we receive when we come to the sacraments in this room. I was thinking about when I, there are three things for myself personally that made a great impact on me in my life that I think I derived true joy from and, and how I responded to it when it happened. One was when I met my wife. And when I met my wife, I almost immediately fell in love with her and I wanted to be with her all the time. And really nothing else mattered. I believe just about every one of us in this room that are old enough to experience those feelings um, can understand what that's like. When my daughter Chloe was born, another feeling, nothing else mattered. It was so exciting. It was all consuming. I would do anything for her and anything to spend time with her. And a third one was when I found St. Margaret Mary Catholic Church and I, 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 a, a big like, void was filled in my life almost immediately as I began to encounter our brothers and sisters here in this parish. And you know, when I was preparing, um, th those three life experiences remind me of the differences in our gospel today because when I was preparing um, this and, and doing a little bit of reading, the question kept coming up, which one are you? Which one are you in the gospel? Are you the one that was sort of like the person in the field? You were sort of doing your thing and all of a sudden you sort of stumbled across the kingdom of heaven? And, or were you like the pearl merchant who was searching and looking and looking for that treasure? And you know, in those moments in my life where it meant so much, I came to the realization that I think I've been both persons. And I think our experience of the kingdom of heaven probably does lie somewhere in the middle. And maybe we've been on both ends of, that, of, that, uh, of those parables in our lives, right? Sometimes the kingdom of heaven finds us. And then sometimes we're really searching and really looking for that kingdom of heaven. But one way or the other, th those are both good ways and they make a lot of sense. 
And, and that's just the way God comes to us. He comes to us in a way that we need him to as things go on in life. But one way or the other, uh, we want to be like the thing that, the, that both of those people in those two parables had in common was the, the, the willingness and the eagerness to give up everything to share in the joy of the kingdom, that everything else was subordinate to that. Now, when I mentioned coming into St. Margaret Mary, I went through the RCIA process and learned so much, and it was so exciting for a year. I, 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 was, uh, I learned as a catechumen, and in that time, I discovered an author by the name of Dr. Scott Hahn, and I learned so much from him over the years reading his books, and I continue to do so today. Um, a, a brilliant writer and has a great understanding of God and can take the great mysteries of the church and, and make them accessible to somebody like me. So for that, I'm very grateful. Um, when I, I guess about, I don't know, 12, 11, 12 years later, when I, was, um, when I was in formation to become a deacon, after my first year of formation, a deacon and some of my brothers in formation invited me to go to Steubenville, Ohio for the Defending the Faith Conference at which Scott Hahn was headlining. It was at his uh, university that he teaches at there up in Steubenville, Ohio, St. Franciscan University. And all of a sudden, between sessions, I had the opportunity to meet Dr. Hahn, a hero of mine. And I waited in line and waited in line with the book that I had purchased at the, at the campus bookstore. And I finally got to meet him and I told him, hey, I'm, you know, I, I, your story means so much to me. You were a convert, I'm a convert. It's like your words have been so powerful and had such an impact on my life. He was very gracious, grace-filled. We talked for a minute, he and his lovely wife, and then he wrote something in my book and handed it to me. I went and sat down and I read this scripture, Romans 8.28, which coincidentally, happens to be our second reading today, one of my favorite scriptures now from St. Paul. Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his promise. Make no mistake, brothers and sisters, we are all called, each and every one of us. This gospel asks us what we're willing to do about that call, but the call is there for each and every one of us, for our young sisters, for we adults, for those of us at home waiting eagerly to come back to St. Margaret Mary when the time is right. We are all called according to his purpose. And regardless of what's going on in this world and what's going on in our lives, for good, all things work for good. So let's remember these words and hold on to them. Let's be present to each other and let's be like both of those people in the parables today, willing to give up anything for the glories of the kingdom of God. Amen.